three, two, one. Hey, everybody. Hello. What's up? How's it going? Yeah, it's going cool. great. You can't see me, but I have both my thumbs up in the air right now. I am going to take this time to just apologize to you all. I realized that we just posted an episode, but before then, we took a nice, like, month break. Yeah. And we didn't say anything about that. Well, we did on the episode we just posted. (laughs) Yeah, which was supposed to be posted way earlier, and it just didn't happen. So, sorry. We've been busy, though. We have both moved, and life has just kind of gotten in the way, and it's been hella crazy. But we're good now. We have an official podcasting room that is still in boxes. But slowly but surely, we're going to get there. And it's going to be dope as shit. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's come together pretty well, I would say. And Brandon moved back in with his parents. We upgraded. He downgraded. That's Well, I upgraded to a new set of parents. That's true. Which was better. And a ghost. So, all good. Also that. Or five. (laughs) (laughs) at this point we're not sure how many there are so yeah that's kind of what's going on in our lives i am very very sorry for the very long break little hiatus there but we also both have to work around school schedules too yeah so that's a difficult thing to function through but you should have your regularly scheduled gaze now so I don't know whether to apologize or congratulate you. I guess we'll find out. Definitely both. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how you been, Brandon? Uh, good. I mean, I'm trying to settle into some kind of schedule because over the summer, my schedule is just not one. Like, it's just, I work. Over the summer, you just work. That yeah. is your schedule. You live at your job. I definitely... I did the math, and I spend more time at work, like significantly more time at work than I do doing anything else over the summer besides breathing. Yeah. And even that's questionable. And we missed you. It sucked. I'm sorry, but that's what I got to do. No, I feel that. Summertime finances are a little bit tighter, so I have to work my butt off. Yeah. It's also, sometimes I take a second vacation depending on finances and time. But that's that didn't happen this summer. Yeah. And the family vacation was only four days. So, but I averaged about 60 hours a week at work. Which is insane. Which is 20 hours more a week than when I work when Bentley's here. So, um, yeah. And I think these last couple of weeks for me have been trying to catch up on, like, sleep and social life and... Also, trying to fit all that into my new schedule. So yeah. It's been kind of overwhelming. Hopefully, it's all settled down now, though, because I'm over it. Yeah. Well, school just started for me. We're three weeks in, I believe. Um, and it's great. I really miss the kids, so it's great to see them. Um, the new freshmen are falling into line and kind of getting on board with my pronouns and stuff like that because good you know it's hard Mm -hmm. my new teacher because we have a new teacher 
he's kind of getting along with that as well, which is interesting. But yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm sure it'll be a process. Absolutely. But it sounds like it's going relatively well so far. I think that he, it would have been a lot easier for him if he hadn't had any external information. Um, But some people that he knew beforehand were kind of filling him in on who he was working with. And they let him know that, oh, like you have two girls who are in your room typically and whatever and so I think that if he had just come in like he would have just assumed male and gone on from there but because he had somebody tell him two females it it kind of threw him off right which is interesting but he's really like he's really nice about it he's super supportive he he tries really hard um to you know, make sure pronouns are correct and everything, which I appreciate. Good. I'm glad to hear that. That's what, um, so I have been very public about my transness with Bentley school and yes, we switched schools and he, now he goes to, I mean, obviously it's a completely, it's a completely different school district. Not right. Just, not just campus, but a district. And so, um, I was very open with them, like, hey, this is my legal name, but if you call my store and ask for this person, no one's going to know who that is. Uh, Because most of the people I work with now don't even know what my dead name is. Right. And so, or if they do, they don't even know, like, they don't connect the two. Right. So, um, anyway, so I was talking to them about all that, and... The administration administrator lady, I don't know her title. She was fantastic. She changed my name in the system. Um, obviously, I have to have my legal name on there still, but she changed mm, the name on the paperwork and then wrote in, like, here's the actual legal name of the right. person. Um, and then the principal actually called me, like, seeked out his profile information, called me personally, um, and we had like a 30-minute phone call about uh, language and how Bentley, um, what he calls me and what how he talks about me and um, what he knows and doesn't know, how long he's known, all this stuff. And it seems rather invasive, but they were trying to, he was like, I'm trying to be as um, accepting and open as I can be with the well-being of Bentley being obviously the most important thing. Right. And so, um, you know, we need to know what kind of language to use around him because that's going to affect his well-being. Right. And I'm like, I, like, I appreciate it because the other school wanted to just brush it on the rug and pretend like it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and they wanted to get me involved in a bunch of stuff and they've given me, like, all the dad volunteer stuff because, you know, his dad's not really here at all. Right. Anyway, so... Um, that's been a really cool experience. That is like really they, cool. Uh, they, all of them, like the counselor, the teacher, the principal, the librarian, they were all on this conference call and they were all very, and, and the principal was like, I'm going to be honest with you. You're the first openly transpers- transparent, uh, that we've interacted with. And I would like to be well equipped for when this happens again, or when we have a student who's trans. And, you know, we've, awesome. we've never really, like, had this 
like this much of our hand into the situation. So we kind of want to know what to do and how to do it going forward. So Props like, to that guy. Like, yeah. that is amazing. I really like this guy. He is out there every single morning with a stop sign, like a little handheld one. Yeah. Um, directing traffic. He's out there shaking kids' hands. That's He's really cool. opening doors for people. He's saying hi and bye to the parents. Like, he knows me by name. Like, the the first day, I walked Bentley to his class, and he stopped me, shook my hand, and he was like, good morning, Brandon. How are you? Like, he knew who I was. That's really freaking awesome. Yeah. He's, he's probably the best principal I've ever come across. Yeah. Ever. That's really awesome. And he, not just Bentley School, but even my schools growing yeah. up. Like, my principals didn't do that crap. So it's been it's been really cool, and he's struggling to get used to it, but he will eventually. He'll be yeah. all right. That's really really awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, in the this is the first time since before summer that we're seeing Bentley, which is awesome because we've really missed the kid. Mm-hmm. And he grew um, like seventy two inches while he was gone. Yeah, he's even more of a freak for his size because yes. he's just ginormous. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Um, he's seven inches taller than the average seven-year-old. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he's calling you pops now, which I think is really cool. Yes, I did catch that. I was like, because he said it a couple times, and I was like, "Ooh, this is like a like a thing now." That's yes. awesome. He even uh, referenced me as pops to his dad on the phone the other day, and his dad was like, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> And he just handed the phone over. He's like, I don't have time to explain this here. Just take the phone. <laughs> That's really sweet. But yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's fully accepted it. And he... Did that happen over the summer while he was with his dad? Or... No, not really. It kind of happened... Because um... before he had left, he was still kind of stuck in this weird kind of limbo. Mm-hmm. He was when he got back to. And then it just kind of happened like within a couple of days because huh. I stopped responding to mom because he'd be like mom and I would just kind of look at him and just like look away and he'd be like pops and I'd be like yes nice yes <laughs> dear <laughs> yeah you know it's like a it was Pavlov confusing. situation yeah that's awesome ring the doorbell whenever he says pops <laughs> get, get give him a piece of candy <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, Penny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Just>. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's going pretty well. Yeah. And he talks about me as Pops to his friends, and they don't really question it a whole lot. That's awesome. At least that he's told me. That's really awesome. Well, and it's good that he already has friends at his new school. That mm-hmm. makes me happy. Yeah. The one friend he's got is, he comes up to his eyeballs. So wow. They're, they're real close in height. Yeah. Wow. He's of the, course the two tallest had to be friends. You know what's crazy? There's a kid that's taller than him. Is there really? In his class, yeah. That's he's, crazy. He's like an inch and a half taller than Bentley is. I bet that's weird for Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And Bentley told him. he, Because um, I asked him if they were friends. I was like, oh, are you guys friends? He was like, no. Why would we be friends? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're a kid. You don't have to be friends with people because you have something in common with them. Um, but <laughs> he was like, no, we're not friends. But also, he's really tall. <laughs> like, that's what everyone says about you. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's true. Wait until I meet this guy. <laughs> what a kitty. Uh-huh. 
He's a goob. All right. Well, any tea updates since we last left off? Um, so I think I've mentioned before that I'm starting to get like stomach hair. Yeah. Um, and back hair. Yeah. A couple of back hairs. All three of them. But my stomach hair is slowly working its way all the way up. Like it was a happy trail and now it's like above the belly button and now it's like going all the way up like towards my chest. Nice. And I'm like, oh, we'll see. I'm going to be a bear. So, so I have some tummy hair where it like started as the happy trail and it kind of spread out and it kind of is starting to creep up. But the thing is, is like, I'm starting to get chest hair, which is super weird for me. And it's like kind of a lot, like a lot dysphoric, simply because like where it's flat, it's fine, but where it's not, it's not okay. Right. <laughs> because that's just it. It's very conflicting, and it draws more attention to places that I don't like, and so I'm battling with it. It, it's not fun. So good luck. Thanks. I think I think I'm. I felt that way at first, but now I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to be a Wolverine soon. Um, I might as well <laughs> embrace might as well the embrace Wolverine. It. So now I'm like, oh, hey, this will actually cover up the skin that I don't want anyone seeing. So oh, that's true. Cool. And it's coming in like dark red. So I'm going to be a ginger wolf or Wolverine, nice. whatever you want to call me. <laughs> werewolf. Ginger werewolf. All right, Jacob. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of Underworld, but yes. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna twilight it all the way. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like I should be offended by this. It's I'll, all good as long I'll as be you don't the, sparkle. <laughs> I'll be the nice pale sparkly vampire to your werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the other thing. All of my hair is coming in like bright red now so before it was like a like a brown auburn maybe but i was looking at my chin hair in the sunlight and it's like hi i I don't know what color to describe it as but it's like it's not like the you know the red-headed people that have like freckles everywhere it's not like that red but it's also not like a bread it's like so it's not like orange no it's like red like so it's like a fire truck. It's yeah. like, hello, yeah. red. Yeah. And Joey cut my hair the other day, and he said that my the roots, like my actual hair, head hair, is also very red. I need to make an appointment with Joey. You should. You I'm, should. I'm getting real shaggy. You should. Yeah. We're going to go chrome with my hair soon. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I've done it before. It looks really good. Okay. I also can... I'm not to brag, but uh, humble brag here. But I have the skin tone I can k- pull off, pull off like all the any color. Yeah, all the spectrums, cool and warm. I've been wanting to do silver for a while, but then moving and this place and all the insanity happened, and then I was like <laughs> back burner. Also, silver for your hair would take a lot of time. Any color for my hair would take a lot of time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I have black hair. Mm-hmm. Any color, I'd have to strip it, no matter what, bleach it, and then add color. So it doesn't matter what color I choose; it has to be bleached. Sucks. Whatever. True. I want to go silver. That'd be dope. 
um, one of my coworkers went like that that your shirt color purple, mm-hmm. and her hair is black, and so she has that really pretty dark purple just streaked through, mm-hmm. and it looks incredible. I just love it so much. Every time we stand out waiting for the buses, I'm just like, I love your hair. It's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think she was trying to go for school pride. I think that it was just what she was feeling. <laughs> it still is though. Yeah. <laughs> if it were gonna allow me to get away with colored hair, I would absolutely do school colors. Yeah. Or work colors for that matter. If if they would let me get away with work colors, oh for sure. Yes. Just shave uh shave it in the side of your head, like the logo. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Just and be then, a wa- just be a my walking... dinosaur suit and just be the mascot for the. <laughs> Say just be a walking billboard. Are yes. you gonna just stand outside and draw a sign? <laughs> Heck yeah, I would. That seems Absolutely. like a managerial duty. Like, I mean, yeah. At this point, just add it to the list of shit I do. <laughs> I mean, you were biohazard over the summer, so. Yes. Hazmat. Biohazard. We were. We've had the wettest summer ever it's been crazy yeah it actually kind of sort of starting to feel like fall i know it's and so it's nice. like what is this september it's weird. i know it's so nice and i'm so ready for some hoodie weather i'll be totally real is this what seasons feel like <laughs> <laughs> man climate change is actually doing something <laughs> and it may be beneficial for texas whoa who'd have thunk Although this is like secondary tornado season. Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, I haven't gotten sucked up to Oz yet. I was like, oh, uh, heaven? <laughs> I blanked Oz. I was going to say Kansas. I was like, no, she was sucked away from Kansas. Not for lack of trying, though. <laughs> we saw, we got like an alert and it, the the tornado was like coming at us. And I was like, we should go home so we're out of the path of the tornado. And this idiot goes, no, we should stay out here so we can see the tornado. And I'm like, if you can see it, you're in its path. (laughs) That's not a good idea. Are you sure you weren't born in Oklahoma? That's a very Oklahoman (laughs) mindset. I mean, they're they're cool. (laughs) Yeah, until you die. Well, I mean, honestly, if it's there... It's not like Texas people have storm cellars. So what's the likelihood that something bad wouldn't happen anyway? So might as well get a good view, right? It's fair. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my bathtub. <laughs> like sane people do. <laughs> I don't know what that does, but... Cool. So you get to go to heaven and be like, yeah, I died in a bathtub. Yeah. It's Okay. I'm going to say I died watching a fucking tornado come at me. What you got, bro? (laughs) Alrighty then. Well. This is going well. Yeah. I've missed you guys. (laughs) Any other tea updates? Um, No. Well, no. No. The new shots are superb. I don't have new shots and mine suck. You should get the, you should get the different. Yeah, ones. I need to make a doctor's appointment. So, yeah. I highly recommend it. Just, I can tell a more even 
change. I feel like it might be a little bit faster paced, but I think it's also because I'm past the six month mark. So everything is leveling out a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, my acne has gotten really bad. Mine I also too. quit. I also quit drinking caffeine. Um, just cold turkey. That was a rough, rough six days. But did it you was go worth through it. withdrawals? Hardcore. Yeah. But um, the last time I went and got a checkup, my doctor told me to quit drinking it because it contributes to the thickness of your blood. Especially people on testosterone. Huh. Um, and so I did. And here we are. And I've been drinking about roughly a gallon of water a day to try to compensate. Nice. But it hasn't helped my acne. So that's a myth. <laughs> Old wife cell. <laughs> Glad that that's debunked. Thank you. You're so welcome. What's his name? Adam? Thanks, Adam. Yes. That's all. All right. Well, what's your what do you, what do you got today? I say today it's almost tomorrow. It is almost tomorrow. So, uh, start this off on a good note. Trump. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, he's trying to implement this new rule that possibly and by possibly I mean definitely 100% without a doubt goes against the 14th Amendment. Great. Um, Sounds yeah. like a plus. It's, it's, a, it's yeah, he's so smart and such a strong, fearless, I can't even, I can't, <laughs> I can't finish that sentence, I'm sorry. I hate him so much. I've never, I've never been so into politics as I am now. And I mean politics. Same. Like day in and day out, everyday livelihood that Trump is just messing, ev- messing with everything. I I didn't think that it was possible for somebody to screw up this much. Yeah, I yeah. There's so many things I can say. Um, so they're trying to pass this rule about citizenship. You know, they're trying to crack down on all this crap. Um, well, these Mexicans are coming in and taking our jobs. They definitely should. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see all these white people who say that build their own buildings and see how well it holds up in five years. Absolutely. And, like, take out their own trash and clean their own houses and do all of those stereotypical things that... I'm sorry. What about picking food out of fields for pennies? Right. Because they tried to make Americans do it, and none of them would once they realized how little it paid for all the backbreaking pain that it caused. Yeah. So, to sum it up, white people are awful. Um, we knew well, that. Americans, specifically. Because you don't have to be white to feel that way. But, unfortunately, it's very true. Anyway, so, this is not necessarily, it's not necessarily about race well this article is um so basically he wants to make it where if you live overseas when you have a child that child is not a citizen of the united states which currently is part of the 14th amendment that is allowable to have a child across the United States and then just transfer their 
citizenship to the U.S. because their parents were born here. And it's getting a little bit hairy now because if you weren't born here and you got here through um, the, the actual process of becoming a citizen and then you have a kid out of the country, that kid is not allowed any rights for the U.S. So he's really taking what my article was a while ago with the whole the these people are trying to adopt this baby and bring them over and taking it to the next level yes. and being just a major douchebag. Yes. Cool. Um, and the issue and the reason why we are talking about it is because this specifically affects the very, very small... Uh, portion of the military oh yeah this is specifically for military people as well yeah which is crazy like the people who are serving this country are forced to be overseas serving our country and they can't bring their children back and a lot of those people have babies in what is technically u.s soil yeah and even that doesn't count so this affects the lgbt portion of the military lgbtq portion of the military indefinitely because most lgbtq people who are either having babies or adopting babies are doing it out of this country because it's so difficult for them to do it, do it within our own country yeah um, that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard how how fucking shitty can one person be? Like, I keep thinking that he's gonna reach this maximum point of shitty. And then he just never ceases to amaze me in being even shittier. Yeah. Well, and now he's got, like, a full-on, like, Muslim ban. Well, he's gotta really exit with a a nice hurrah. Well, he's trying to fuck up as much as he can so he can get reelected. But anyway... I sure as hell wouldn't want to. But this is all of these idiot Amer- white Americans who thought it was a good idea to fucking vote Trump in in the first place. Or to not vote at all. Yeah. So it's... I just... I don't understand the attack on the military situation. Like, um, like what a good commander-in-chief he is. Okay, but we know he has no respect for the military. If he did, he wouldn't have gone after transgender service members. Right. Which, by the way, I follow people who are trans who are still in the military on Twitter. And I'm like, how... Do you stay? How do you stay, first of all? I understand people probably can't just... I mean, you... If, you, if you, you have to finish your contract. Right. And I understand that. But at the same time, like, that sucks. And I, there's no way that you're being treated fairly. There's no way. I had a friend, I have a friend who just left the military and she was like, we had just finished doing training on how to address transgender individuals when he came out with this bullshit. Like we were making good steps forward and, and being inclusive and really treating people the correct way. Like we were training people in... Like, if someone tells you this is their preferred pronoun, you should use that preferred pronoun. Right. Like, that's... I was like, wow, that's amazing. And she's like, yeah, but now it's all going... Like, it's all gone to shit. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. 
That so, sucks. And um, the, in this article, this this person is obviously speaking against Trump and against um, this proposal. And he does specifically state, like, he might be the president of the United States, but he can't just change the 14th Amendment. Like, he doesn't have that much power. Well, no. And I think that that in the years from when our government was created to now, things have seriously gone out of whack. Yeah. And, and our president has been given way, way, way too much leniency. Yep. Especially... Especially the last couple of years, I because think there like supposed to be checks and balances for him. Well, they are. Have you seen how many people have literally died, who have been against him? Like people who just show up dead or show up in jail. Right. That one guy dying in jail was super shady. Uh yeah. Epstein. Yeah. Yeah. But like. The president is literally only supposed to be in charge of the military. Like, like that's the president's job. Yeah. Like, like he, he is he's commander a, of chief. he's commander in chief. Yeah. That is his job. Yeah. And his checks and balances is he can veto new laws that are coming in that have been approved by the Congress. That's well, it. And, he mean, doesn't. He doesn't do anything else. Right. Like he's not supposed to. So how in these few years, like slowly, presidents have started been like, and and to no fault of their own, they didn't know that this was going to be the outcome. And most of the time, it's been in great efforts that they have assumed power to change something that has been drastically wrong. That being said. How how the fuck have we gotten to this level? I don't understand. Well, I, I feel like a lot of people fell for the whole a businessman will treat the country different BS. He was a businessman on a TV show. He was a businessman who filed for bankruptcy how many times? I was going to say, in real life, his business was shit. So awful. But, like, there's a reason why politicians only do what politicians do for the most part. I was going to say, like, and... And why are we trying to run a country like a business? It's not no. a business. But also, just like the whole trying to control where your kids are born. And I feel like he's trying to get to a point where, because he tweeted out, um, I don't know if either of you follow him on Twitter. But I don't. I can't. I, I do solely for entertainment at this point. But he tweeted out maybe a couple weeks ago that he wants to cure kid cancer. Oh, not just forget it all. Word, all just... of all of kid cancer. Forget adult cancer. But just do we kid not cancer. understand that there are so many different types of cancers out there? Well, Triggered and by any number of things. And <laughs> does he not realize that, like, okay, let's say we're going to tackle leukemia in children. Well, he also and wants we, to end the HIV uh, epidemic that's happening. And I want to be like, you don't get to care about HIV. No. Like, no. He does, however, think that he is the LGBTQ community's greatest friend. He talked about that in a press conference not long ago. 
but you like can suck my silicone dick. <laughs> but like let let's be serious. Like we're gonna cure kid cancer. Okay, let's say we're gonna tackle leukemia in children. He does realize if he cures kid in in quotes kid leukemia it cures adult leukemia too like that just means that all leukemia is gone yes but so my my point was more of like if you're trying to cure kid cancer and hiv in the back of my mind what really is what he's really saying in like in my version of how i see trump is that he wants to end people having kids and he wants to end anyone who's gay. He just wants to completely dismiss all the gay men and all the kids. I'm surprised he didn't say, I'm going to cure grid. Like, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm surprised right. he didn't go that far. Right. Well, because wasn't there, um, there was a medicine that they could have, like, provided that would have essentially, like, a little while ago. Wasn't there? Something like that. For HIV or for cancer? HIV. Well, there is a medicine that you can take that drops it down so low that it's undetectable. They were going to make it so that everyone could take it for free. And they chose not to. Oh. Well, they also have a thing that helps, pre- like a pill that you can take every day that helps prevent against it. Now, yes, I did see that. It is called PrEP. Yes, I have oh, seen okay. the ads That's for that. And the one that you take afterwards, I think it's called PEP. Um, yes. And you are undetectable, which means you can't pass it to anyone else. And it doesn't show up in your blood count. And as long as you take the medication every single day at the same time every day, um, you live a long, healthy, prosperous life and you can live as normally as possible. Your immune system might be a little bit compromised, but I mean, that's literally HIV is an autoimmune disease. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, they have they have um, the modern modern medicine now that doesn't make them like volatile, yes. or completely so sick that they can't function. So the big thing was that they had the opportunity to make it so wildly so widely available, and basically at no cost to the people that needed it. And Congress and Trump basically turned down the opportunity. Short story long, uh, Trump is trying to just, like, at this point, he's just trying to ban children and gays. You're going to have to cut out that entire 30-minute section. (laughs) It might have to be, like, (laughs) separate bonus content. Okay, so with that awesome tidbit, thank you, Brandon, for ruining our lives. (laughs) I... I'm just here to help. I'm taking us... facts. (laughs) Ooh. No, the, Ooh. that's that's <laughs> fake news. Check yourself. Okay. Um, I'm going to take us along the, the same um, intelligence level. Oh, no. Just, just get in that space. I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> we were um, talking about Trump. <laughs> I said the T word. <laughs> I'm going to talk about MTV. Oh, God. Yeah channel we okay. don't watch and don't so so you know back when we were kids and back when you were a teenager because you're old back in the um, day <laughs> mtv played you know music videos and music because you know the m and mtv stands for music oh i remember being in 
seventh grade and dancing. We had like a dance party. And yeah. We turned turn MTV on. Yeah, absolutely. Now MTV is like reality TV and not even like good reality, but like shitty reality TV. Yeah. It's trash. So there's a, a show on MTV called Are You the One? Maybe you okay. should go on the show, Brandon. Maybe you should shut the fuck up, Damien. <laughs> I I am in a nice, happy relationship. Where are you at? I'm in a nice, happy, single life. <laughs> where I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't have a child. Yes. <laughs> that's, um, that's acceptable. So, th- so this is called How on Earth Did... Are you the one get queer love so right? It's a queer show? It's not a queer show. Okay. So this is a reality... Like, have you ever seen, like, The Challenge or or any of Everyone those... Everyone in my life watches The Challenge. Or, like, The Bachelor, shit me. like that. Yes. No, I've never watched any of it, but I have everyone around me who's like, you should watch this. But or you like, know kind of what it's about? Suck a dick. Where, like, a whole bunch of people, <laughs> like, like 20, 20 or 30 people all live in one house with absolutely nothing to do except for drink and have sex with each other. That sounds awful. It sounds terrible. Um... It's kind of like that. Good. So, it is on its eighth season, and this is the first season that all 16 people fall under the identities of bisexuality, pansexuality, or sexually fluid. Okay. Basically, they got all the people who were down to fuck anyone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I mean... <laughs> because they wanted everyone to be an option it was like no nah, girls aren't just with boys anymore just everyone is available here have at it but it's like feeding piranhas to piranhas like let's go <laughs> i have issues with this but continue okay so um why it sounds lovely <laughs> <laughs> I mean... So, and and some of the people who were sexually fluid included trans and non-binary people. Okay, well, that's cool. And, like, they're of all different colors. It's super dope. Like, it seems theoretically super cool. Okay. Representation! Yes, and, and, like, we're all down for representation. Something that is also super, super cool is this guy Kai... Um, who is a non-binary trans masculine person. Um, in the first episode, asked Jenna, who is a femme bi woman, to sit next to him while he did his tea shot. And it was on film, like it, it was on television of a normal, I say normal in loose words because he's on MTV, normal trans person doing his tee shot, which I think is super dope. That is. Um, and he said, can you sit by me because moral support is awesome. And, you know, she was super nice about it. And then, you know, apparently he ended up being super toxic, but let's not get into that. Um, 
I think this entire situation would be slightly toxic. Okay, he was a fuckboy. <laughs> yes, he was a major fuckboy. But I think it's super cool that we're getting somebody injecting testosterone on television. Like, that's dope. Yeah, that part of it is really cool. Um, but, so basically, I, I think that, in all honesty, it's a cool concept. I would be down to just, like be a part of something like that not for like dating or sexual needs whatsoever but just to hang out with 16 other like cool gay people like that sounds cool yeah the thing is though is i know that they did not get mentally stable people for this show right (laughs) because it has to be reality tv they they have to have drama that i think that's my thing is like I feel like they needed a little bit more drama to keep the show going, and they kind of exploited these sexualities for that purpose. That yes. might not have been, <clears throat> excuse me, that might not have been the mindset behind it, but... It very well could have been the mindset behind it, too, though. From what I've seen on MTV, they kind of exploit everyone for their benefit. <laughs> yes. So it would make sense. So it's frustrating that... There's all this representation out there, um, but it's solely being used for drama. Yeah, and that does kind of suck, but it's it does seem like throughout the, se- throughout the season, they did try to, like, the, the people themselves did try to handle things at least more maturely than I've seen it handled before. Good. That's good. Uh, granted, I did not watch the show. I read about it. So I don't have all the information. <laughs> I would be interested in watching that. I would too. Solely just to see if they actually represented them correctly. Yeah, I I think that that would be very interesting. My thing is is um, also it does give a little bit of light into like queer sex, which yes, um, is Not, definitely something that needs a little bit of light shined into it and a um, lot more education. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sally listens to um, a lot of podcasts, and one of the podcasts that she listens to um, is called Brain Candy, and both of them used to be on the challenge. And it's really interesting to hear them talk about how the the producers go about picking people for shows like that. Yeah. And the fact that um, they they absolutely go for people who are not mentally stable or okay for situations like that for drama. Right. And they specifically incite drama in the show by banning everything. You're not allowed a cell phone. I mean, that one kind of makes sense. But there's no television. There's no books. There's no CDs. There, There's nothing. There's, you can't bring your Bible, like, you you can't bring anything. The only thing that you can do is stare at a wall or talk to the other people in the house with you. Let's just say they play a lot of drinking games. Because what else is there to do? Like, you have to be involved with people if there's nothing in the house. I'm an extrovert, and that sounds like absolute hell to me. I'm an introvert, and that sounds like absolute hell to me. Like, I just couldn't... 
I would strangle somebody. Like, my thing is, is I would be super down to hang out with 16 other people in a house for a couple of months. If there was books and TV and our phones, like, something to give yourself a break. Right. Because you need a break from people. Yeah. I live with Akitali. I'm in love with her, and I need a break. Right. As does she. Like, because you can't just be around the same people all the time and not go absolutely fucking nuts. Right. Um, queer or not, you know? That's before you add to the mixture the big personalities and the drama and the whatnot. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think that it's, re- like, part of me wants to say, oh, it's really awesome that they decided to represent queer people. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, you're totally right. They totally just exploited queer people, mm-hmm. and that ne- is not okay. I mean, if anything, they're showing the realities of what queer dating might be like, you know. That's they're, true. They're not... We did come across someone a little while ago where she had never considered anything outside of, like, in her mind, gay people are just, like, gay sex. Yeah. And they're no and that's how a lot of people think. And sex is gross. Gay sex is gross, so yeah. gay people are gross. Right. And there's no intricacies to the relationship. There's no emotional involvement. It's just purely sex, and that's just not a fact. So, if anything, they're exposing that side of it where they can see that, you know, queer boys can be fuck boys and shitty just like straight cis boys can be, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, like, are there some people who are just out living their lives and are totally fine not having a romantic relationship but but pursue a sexual relationship with one or more people? Sure. Yeah. But that is gay or straight. It doesn't really matter whether they put a term to it or not. Like, that happens. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just because you're aromantic doesn't make you any less or more sexual, you know? That's something completely separate. But That's true. I don't know. I think ultimately it's good to get out, to get it out there. Yes. At least, because MTV still has enough people that watch it. Something like, is better than... I Like, I want to say something is better than nothing. In fairness, back in my day, when MTV first started playing shows they had a dating show on there and i cannot remember what the name of it was but it was it had gay men on it i didn't have any like lesbians or trans people or any other queers but it had gay men i mean i feel like baby steps and if this is the next baby step to whatever then great inclusivity yeah well i think they've been the first in a couple of things i think that they had the first man with HIV or something mm-hmm. um, and they showed that really well That's, I mean good for them that they're willing to show that because a lot of people would have just avoided it yeah. entirely so I don't know if you keep up with this like you keep up with Trump's life um, but I'm super excited for Frozen 2 oh. I'm so excited <laughs> it is life itself and I cannot wait for it to come out. Um, so I've been watching 
stuff being posted and and whatnot and probably two months ago a lot of it was like oh this new character that we've seen could be Elsa's girlfriend whatever I did not jump on that bandwagon I will be first to say do I want Elsa to have a girlfriend absolutely do I think that let it go could have been her coming out anthem sure it could have it couldn't have not it could have not been but it totally could have been but do I think that getting a total of maybe a second and a half glimpse of a character and all of a sudden being like that's Elsa's girlfriend no I think that's a little too much yeah I agree Um, that being said it was recently posted that um, the producer or the writer or Somebody came out and was like, Elsa's not getting a girlfriend in this in this movie. Um, she's not having a love interest. We just don't think that she should be... Um, she should be, like, dragged by a love interest and defined by her love interest. And, like, great. Like, I'm fine with Elsa just doing her and and being great and all but in all intents and purposes Anna is not defined by her love interest and yet she has one right so why does it matter if Elsa has a girlfriend if you can clearly write something that is not defining somebody else could you not just write it for a, for somebody else and so I think that like it's it's fine that she doesn't like I'm I'm not complaining but I think that that was a cop out excuse <laughs> personally well maybe they're trying to move into an era where the princesses don't have to have a love interest necessarily yeah I feel like they're trying have... to move away from like the misogyny of royalty and the prince and the uh... um, but I mean Anna is a princess right, right so... but we have Moana and she's a princess Absolutely. And she had zero love storylines. I mean, it was so did glorious. So did Merida on Brave. But yes, like, and I and I loved they both of those. Trying to marry her off. Right, but she was like, "Fuck I don't that. Want any of that." But in Moana, it was not even like topic of discussion. Right. It was just like, "I'm gonna go be badass and go save the universe." Bye. Yeah. It was cool. It was nice that they didn't even. No, and I think that it's great. And don't get me wrong, like on Elsa not having a love interest is fine. I would have just, I think I would have just been fine with. "Mm, We're not writing a love interest for Elsa, right? That's fine. But if you're saying, oh, we don't want to define her with her love interest, but clearly have another princess who's not defined by her love interest in the same movie, that to me is a cop out. Yeah, definitely agree with that. So it's not that she doesn't have one. Like, that's not what I'm complaining about. It's lazy I writing. Just, yes. I think that they're just being lazy or trying to find an excuse not to make her gay. Well, because for a while it seemed like they were going to do as much as they could to make the fans happy. Yeah, it did seem like that. And uh, Adina Menzel was totally on board. The the woman who voices Elsa, which I think is dope. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's Disney. Disney's getting there. They're getting there. They're, They're just also owning the entire world. There. Yeah. So 
Well, yeah, but they're gonna get I mean, to a point where they can do whatever the fuck they want. Somebody has to own the world, right? Nothing you can do can get away from Disney. They own so many. I, yeah. But not Spider Man. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> they own the world. It, I I will laugh if they own everything else before Spider Man, and they just don't have Spider. That would be the funniest thing to me. Sony's just like, nah, bitch. Yeah, not letting him go. <laughs> have you seen the meme that's going around? Which it's one? Like, it's from Futurama, no. and it's the two aliens, and it said, oh, "Why doesn't Disney, the bigger of the two companies, just eat Sony?" <laughs> <laughs> that's what they've done with every other company that's a legitimate thing like they're like well you're not gonna give us spider-man so why don't we just buy you out isn't that what they did with pixar yes and so now it's disney pixar and star wars and marvel Marvel, and probably dreamworks next my favorite was how uh, Tom Holland shadily unfollowed Sony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dream, DreamWorks isn't big enough or important enough for Disney to worry about right now. All they have is How to Train Your Dragon. Which we saw the third one. And Shrek! Yeah, Shrek is crap. Um, was the third one good? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I liked it. It was... Predictable, but cute. Yeah. I was pissed that the babies weren't chocolate-colored. I saw the. They have babies. They have babies. And they are white and black. They're white with black spots and black with white spots, which is adorable, don't get me wrong, but that's not how this works. Well, would they be chocolate or would they be gray? Well, they would be like. They'd be gray. They could be different shades of the two colors combined, but not. Which would be gray, not brown. Brown is red. Anyway. Sorry. I've seen the last two minutes of the movie. Yes, yeah. I was running the theater and I opened the door, saw it, and couldn't close it again. I was just crying <laughs> for watching the wedding. <laughs> I was like, ah. y'all are like spoiling everything. <laughs> I need you to stop talking because I haven't seen it yet. So shut the fuck up. We're gonna have to cut this out. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoilers. And I realized that it's been out for a hot minute. I still haven't seen it. We stop. rented it and then didn't watch it. For did we? Yeah. We took it home when it was a Bray Street and didn't watch it. Anyway, um, any yikes moments? Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> People are just dumb. So the most recent one that I can remember, this customer came up and he just screams douchebag or juice pouch if you're Bentley. Um, yes, he calls people juice pouch. <laughs> What a juice pouch. You're right, Bentley. They are a juice pouch. Um, anyway, so he came up and he saw my bracelet and he looked at the person that he was that was helping him and he said, So since we're identifying, can we identify today as a free tea day and I get my drink for free? And I didn't hear him say this. I didn't realized he was talking about me I might have heard it but I didn't realize that that, that there was a correlation um but my co-worker actually was like um sorry what did you just say and he was like oh haha I was just trying to get a free drink out of you and she was like well that's definitely not the way to do it and then told him his total <laughs> and just kind of like slammed his drink down on the table 
And I was like, what just happened? And then she told me what happened and my boss was standing right there and he was like, if it was not going to cost you your job, I would tell you to go punch that guy in the face. But unfortunately, if you assault a customer, I can't. What the I can't back you up. Fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. So, <sighs> have I ever told you how much cool. I love people? So yeah. I and then he's come in like several times since then, and I'm the one at the register every single time he's come in, which is hilarious. To does me. he say anything? Because I'm never on register. I'm never on register anymore, and I've been on register every single time he's come in. Does he say anything? No. No, I'm super, super nice to him. Like, f- like you, he can tell I'm being fake. On purpose. With your just, best customer service yeah, voice. Yeah, of course. I'm like, oh, would you like a lemon? Would you like me to shove my foot up your ass, too, while we're at it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Yeah. So, that's fun. Um, I'll wear a pin and support. The audacity... <laughs> But people say stuff like that all the time in my work because they're entitled white people who don't know any better or don't care to know any better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, so I subbed for another store one night and I met a lady who works at somewhere doing something. I don't know. I don't remember what she did, but she immediately knew that I was trans, which most people don't. Most people just think I'm an, an overweight guy probably i don't know i'm just assuming but um because it's not flat i mean my chest is not flat and the only way to get a chest as a dude is if you're overweight anyway so um i met her we talked for a little while and i said how did you know i was trans and she just laughed and she was like i know my people and i said oh are you trans and she was like no (laughs) and i was like i'm very confused I'm not one of your people. Um, But then she went on to talk about how um, she's like a sexuality coach for a school somewhere. I don't know. And um, her son actually was Bentley's age. And he he came up and he was like, hi, my name is whatever. Um, What are your pronouns? And what's your name? And I was like, oh, cool. This is cool. That is cool. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty neat. Kids. Yeah. And then um, did she go to it? She invited me to church with her. I couldn't tell you where that's at, what <laughs> church it was. Um, but she was like, we're very trans inclusive. Everyone has to wear a pin that says their pronouns, their preferred pronouns. They have he, him, they, them, and she, her. Um, obviously in different, different buttons. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, that's very like forward thinking and inclusive of you guys. And then she was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. You should come join. And then a couple weeks later, um, the manager of that store shows up at my work with pens with like pronoun pens. And he was like, Hey, this lady wanted me to bring these pens to you. And she was thinking about you. And uh, she specifically went to church and asked if she could get extra ones. And she brought him out to like, and then that's like, really fucking. And sweet. then he was like, "I've considered bringing, uh, making my employees wear them because we have a couple of like butch lesbian managers at that location who get um, misgendered 
pretty frequently because they're bush lesbian. Right. And so, um, yeah. That's what they mind. So it kind of just has, like, set off this whole, like, whirlwind effect throughout the company. Um, and, like, other stores are talking about it and stuff. And so, yeah, that was that's pretty interesting. That's really cool. <laughs> All because I was like, heck, yeah, I want some extra money. <laughs> and the lady came in and she said that she told um, the manager over there that that was the best customer service she'd ever received. And I was like, all right, well, that's bullshit. But... I appreciate the thought behind it, and I appreciate all the effort that she put into afterwards. So that was really yeah, cool. that is really well, awesome. People appreciate the conversation. Yeah. Because when you sit there and have a conversation with them, they remember that more than just a ten-second interaction. And you'll see me like I know customers' names. Like I call them by their first name and ask them how their kids are doing and shit, and that keeps them coming back. So, but in this that I guess that made an impact on her but she made a huge impact on me because I was telling um, I was telling the people at work I was like man this is the this is the kind of customer that I want to have in this store all the yeah. time like I would love my job if I didn't have to work with a bunch of juice pouches yeah so yes. yeah that's awesome anti-yikes moment that's really cool mm-hmm. we had a yikes yeah, um, <laughs> I have some interesting coworkers, um, and because I am the only queer person, it seems, in the entire school, which is not necessarily true, I'm pretty sure that there are a couple of others that I'm, like, trying to spot out, but I have no gaydar, so it doesn't really work. You're probably wrong. I... <laughs> The thing is, is they must be really flamboyant for me to be right. Right. Like, (laughs) uh, (laughs) so because I'm openly trans down like my hallway, um, people are kind of coming up to me and like, like the more I talk to them, the more comfortable they are asking questions and whatnot. Right. Same. So this one girl uh who works in a different room uh we were we had met up and we're hanging out after work we had already clocked out and we were done um but she had said oh like my daughter is gay but if my sons were gay like i would disown them like it's fine that my daughter is but my sons would it would not be acceptable and they know that and I and and that's where the whole like gay sex mentality thing came up earlier and it was just a lot like and it was really hard because like she's like I realize that that's really like hypocritical hypocritical, but it's just it's just kind of how how it is and I'm like yes but I, I don't necessarily think that you actually would like if you're that accepting of your daughter, I don't think it would have changed that much. But like neither of us were conceding on the argument, and and it just wasn't going anywhere. I was like, well, you know, God only gives you as much as you can handle. Maybe He knew a gay daughter is all you could handle. She's like, that's a good point. I was like, okay. Or maybe salt. both of your sons are gay, and they would never tell you because you have oppressed them into the closet. So yes. Like that- they don't think they can function as normal humans. That's something that we had brought up 
<laughs> earlier in that discussion. Um, I really wanted to be like, it's called a beard. But, yeah. <laughs> like, people do it all the time. Or you date because you feel like you need to prove something to the people in your life. Or maybe you yes. can meet the right person. Or maybe you can meet the right person. Or maybe you just didn't try hard enough. Like, yeah. I've been through it all. Like, right. I get it. I told her, I was like, the reason my parents don't think that I'm gay is because all the people that I dated before Damien were boys. And so they have this idea in their head that because I lived in a certain environment and I tried to be straight, that therefore I am straight. And that's just well, not true. Well, Damien is a boy, so here we are, back to square one. <laughs> back to square one. I still get a vagina, though. Yeah. <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> right? Um, well, that leads me to my next yikes moment. <laughs> I just that bad, completely huh? forgot what I was going to say. I don't even remember. Continue, I'll remember. Well, so something that is really interesting, because, like I said, I'm the only trans person. Um, it's interesting that I'm going, th- like, they're slowly going through my transition with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that from last May to, to this month, they just forgot or something so I came into school and everybody's like whoa your voice changed I'm like yeah no it sounded just about the same as it did in May I've got video evidence like (laughs) it didn't like I'm like it might have dropped a little bit more but not not that much different (laughs) and they're like no it definitely changed I'm like okay 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 Deborah (laughs) but at the same time when I show people my change, my voice change, they're like, oh, you haven't sounded like this forever. Yes, and that's something that's really interesting. No, definitely not. Um, we, we had a, a kind of change of staff, and um, the new teacher that came in that I'm working closely with, on the first day when, like, before he had met us, he he had said female pronouns and I just kind of like gave him a look because I was wearing my binder. My voice is deep. Like Mm -hmm. I was assuming that I was passing very well. Yeah. Um, but that was because I didn't know that he had previous information. Um, and so the next day after that, um, we had run into each other because he heard me make a really, really, um, awesome gay joke i don't even remember what it was now but it was really it was really nicely placed it was a good one um and i know i wasn't even it wasn't even meant for him to hear it i was telling my coworker that i'm really good friends with and he happened to overhear it and so i was like that's one way to come out to somebody (laughs) and he asked me the next day he was like so what are your preferred pronouns just so i i know because I don't think that I have them correct. Yeah. And that's and, good. That's yeah. Good though. Well, and so I told him and he was like, okay. Um, and now that we've kind of worked closely together sometime last week, he had asked me, he was like, so if you're a boy and your fiance is a, a good statement. Well, <laughs> Well, and your fiancé is a girl, like, does that make you straight? 
I get that question all the time. Well, and like, and I, I told him, he's like, he's like, I don't mean to be offensive. It's like, no, like, you're good. I'm totally fine answering these questions. Yes. I, if I could, I would talk about trans things all the time because I think it's the coolest shit ever. Right. Um, plus, I'm just super self centered and I want to talk about myself. Um, Fair. Leo statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and how you are not getting a horse penis. <laughs> I'm not getting a horse penis. Um, so he asked, and I was like, well, so my thing is, is I, I, I personally identify as queer. That is not all trans people. They can choose to identify however they wish. They can pick whatever word fits them better. But me personally, because I am trans masculine, on the trans scale, like, but I, I'm not cis. I'm I'm never going I'm never going to be cis. Right. And there there's twenty years of my life that I was raised a certain way that are never gonna disappear and are never gonna change. And those influence me how I behave now. Mm-hmm. And those make me different than most guys. Right. So to say that I'm straight, it's just not it's just not right yeah. for me. Because there's a lot more that goes into a straight dude than just... A penis. Just just like there's a lot more that goes into being gay than just right the same body parts. Well, and, and I told him, I was like, like I fall in, a, in the middle of the spectrum. Like, I'm on the masculine side, but I'm not... I'm not that 100%. And so to me, just queer fits better. Makes sense. I have that question asked all the time, and Kathy and Mike um, frequently joke about it. Uh, People ask me that all the time. Which is fine. Yeah. Which I can understand because they're like, well, are you straight now? But like, I, I understand the curiosity, um, and I appreciate the genuine interest. Yeah. Um, but I tell people that I'm like, I don't know. I literally, I just say, I don't know. I'm attracted to whoever. I'm I think that it's. To. I think that it's really hard for people who have never questioned themselves in any way ever. Which, I think it's really hard for them to wrap their heads around. Um, but it's also because they don't understand. They want to have a nice, pretty word for it. Yeah. Like, like if 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 this was a perfect world. I would just be like, my sexuality is Akatali. Like, <laughs> she is my... Because that's who I love. Yeah. And and does it really need to be more than that? Like, I I don't care. Boy, do you... I type. I, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> do I have to go around and... And do you have to go around and say that you're straight all the time? No. So why do I have to put a label on mine? Right. Like, like shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. <laughs> I just... I think I've gotten to the point where... I mean, we've talked about this before kind of jokingly but I think I've solidified my bisexuality mm-hmm. because and I say bi but it's really more pan um Agreed. but I'm attracted to well I would say everyone but I'm attracted to no one so <laughs> it's it's an it's an all fair game <laughs> um but Forever I when, alone. when people ask me that I say I'm attracted to who I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to people. I will never have 
a romantic relationship with a cis white dude. I never have. I never will. I will never have a romantic relationship, long-term romantic relationship with a cis dude. I don't think I will. I think that would be my only limitation. So whatever sexuality that is, minus straight white men. What? Cis white men. I still judge based on what I think their knowledge of the community is. Yeah. So if I'm talking to a middle-aged white woman, then I'm just going to tell her that I'm gay or that I'm queer. Right. And if they need more explanation than that, then I will explain. But if I'm talking to someone... They shouldn't need more of an explanation than that. That pretty much covers covers it. Covers it, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes they're just like, because they don't understand how I can be gay if I'm, to them, dating a guy. Right. Um, but then if it's someone from the community, then I'll tell them that I'm pan or queer. Yeah. Because that's kind of, it just depends. I think I personally, I think I personally just like queer because it's just a nice general huge term to just fit whatever. It's not, it's not really a anything. It's, it's just, oh, I'm queer. (laughs) I'm something that's not like heterosexual <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite technically a sapiosexual sapiodemisexual because I'm only attracted to people who are intelligent and I'm only attracted to people when I have a, a, a connection with them see and I'm connection with them anyway and I'm demi so, as well if we're gonna get into the <laughs> the but, actual technicalities of it I'm a uh Sapio, Jimmy, pansexual. Yeah. Well, before I met Akatali, I thought I was asexual. Yeah. Because I, I had wondered that myself, but I know that's not true. Well, because I had never formed a strong enough connection to have that sexual reaction. Right. So, so once I met her, because like when we met, I told her I was like, like I really like you, and I think that you're really great. I don't think that we'll ever have a sexual relationship, and she kind of was like, I. Um, I don't know how long that lasted. <laughs> a week. <laughs> I think it was like three weeks. Let's 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 give me a little bit. Um, but still, though. No. <laughs> but like, I had never had somebody that I'd actually formed such a bond with before that I could feel that sexual connection with. Right. So people are like, "Oh, like if you have a sexual relationship, how are you asexual? Like, or on the asexual spectrum?" Because like, it doesn't... Ugh. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Nobody asked you. <laughs> Everything is a spectrum. Everything Absolutely. is a spectrum within a spectrum. Demisexual is on the asexual spectrum. Yeah. Yes. Well, and... and you're, So is sapiosexual to an extent. Well, and your demisexuality, once you form that sexual bond with somebody, like, your uh, sex drive has nothing to do with that. Right. Your sex drive is completely separate. Yeah. And no, but, like... Nobody real, nobody thinks about it. Nobody realizes it. I don't. I just don't understand. That's because yeah. all people think about is sex, actual intercourse. Not there's still not a word to define how you are attracted to a person who changed from identifying as female to identifying as male. There's not a word for that, and that's incredibly frustrating. Let's make a word. I get sexual. I get, I get, Sally sexual. 
transsexual. <laughs> no, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. My bad. <laughs> Cut that one out. My bad thing. <laughs> My we bad. Don't, we don't like that word. <laughs> um, well, multisexual? <laughs> no, I think multisexuals is already a thing. <laughs> Damn it. Om- omnisexual, multisexual, pansexual. Polysexual. Polysexual. Those are all words for the same general idea. <laughs> Bisexual. <laughs> yes. But even bisexual is just being attracted to... Two of a thing. Yeah. So you could be attracted to trans women and trans men, and that's your bisexuality. Yes. If you want to deep dive into that, you well, can. And, well, and some people are like, oh, well, I identify as bisexual, but it's really just I, I am sexually attracted to anybody, but they just don't like the pansexual or like... And some pansexual people... like It's just... There, there's a whole convoluted thing that comes with with words absolutely also, but just also like words are hard labels. yeah but like why are labels so necessary in this world i don't because understand people feel validated by a word yes well in in society that comes with a word that defines you when you find that word it's just like oh that's what i am that makes so much sense there's a word that defines me to a t and that's so cool and <laughs> you feel validated yeah yeah which is how you both found out you were trans, right? Yeah. Like, you found out that there were people that didn't feel like their bodies fully embodied what they imagined themselves to actually be. And here we are. It's it's so weird, because, like, I know that I feel it, but if I think about it, it's just, like, a super weird feeling. Do you ever get that? Where you're just, like... Because it's not visible. It's not tangible. Well, just, like, this separation between your body and, and your mind. Like, in re- like in it's actuality... It's to describe to people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was my other yikes moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Just Go reminded ahead. me. Before um, you forget. So, we got a new manager. She is the devil reincarnated. Um, <laughs> her literal nickname is La Diabla. <laughs> yeah, we call her La Diabla at work. Because she is the female version of the old boss we had... Oh no! Yeah, so she's great. Um, she's fabulous. We're gonna be besties. <laughs> anyway, so does, does she know that you're trans? So this is my this is my coming okay. out story to her. So um, oh no, we were talking one day, and I was talking about my son and how my schedule is gonna change when he comes back. He comes back from his, and I explain when I talk about his dad to other people, I say his father, um, or his dad, or whatever. In this case, I said father. And so she was like, wait, so I have a question for you. And I'm like, oh, God, here, here we go. We're not friends. This is not going to be fun. Um, so she was like, so did you and your ex-husband adopt your son? And I just was very confused because I was like, oh, <laughs> you don't realize I have a uterus. <laughs> got it that's like oh i am so far passing that you don't realize yeah (laughs) and so that was that was a very like um no one's around to help me to like bail me out uh and i literally am stuck there answering these questions because it would be just rude as fuck if i walked away at this point and it's too early in the game to be rude to her Um, i don't i think that there should be a nice way to say or, or just, like, it should be acceptable to say, that's none of your business. 
I agree. But I did tell her. I explained it. And I said, oh, no, I carried him myself. And she was just completely bewildered at that point. She had no <laughs> idea. Level, so just... Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't clarify immediately. And I said, no, I carried him myself. I'm trans. Um, and I've been medically transitioning for, like, seven months now. And she was like, oh, I just thought you were the catcher. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And she said, I just thought you were gay, like a gay man. And I thought you were, like, the catcher. And I was like, this bitch just called me a bottom. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was a gay bottom. (laughs) Bitch, where? (laughs) I'm sorry, has she met you? (laughs) And then I was like, you know what? I need to chill because I understand that on the like cis male spectrum, I have colored hair, I have piercings, I have less than manly tattoos, you know, all things that like cis men shouldn't do with themselves because they're big macho men that, you know, whatever. So I can understand why she might think that I was gay, but to straight up be like, I thought you were the catcher, like that's just rude. And also, none of your fucking business. And also, no, I'm not a catcher. I've never been a catcher. I've always been a top. And she was like, oh, what does a top mean? And so it just turned into this whole big thing. And oh, I was like, this, no. is a, this is a conversation for another day. Um, I'm going to go now. I had just... <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> Hold on. Before things get bad. There was very little to begin with, but yeah. I just Yeah. How old is this bitch? Twenty-eight. She also Oh <laughs> I'm sorry. I got a little carried away. She also went on to say, Oh yeah, I dated a girl when I was cause she's she's like, Whatever, you're trans, I don't care, you're you're a man to me, and it doesn't matter, whatever. Uh, that's where we got to in the conversation. But she was like, yeah, I dated a girl for a while. And my family absolutely loved her and blah, blah, blah. And then, she's, and then she said, and I'm so sorry for even repeating this because, like, I just, I don't want to. But, but she said, now, if I brought home colored folk, my parents would kill me. And I literally stopped because I was like prepping something or I don't know what I was doing but I had something in my hands and I stopped what I was doing and I said did you just say colored folk and she was like yeah if I brought home a black guy or a black girl my parents would probably lynch me she said the word lynch and I was like I threw the knife down and I said I gotta go it's time for me to leave because I was gonna stay and help her but I was like I'm sorry I can't I can't stay here. This is, this is so, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> why do these people feel like they can say things like that to me? I think that like, I'm. <laughs> I was so mortified. I think I that I might so... be crying a little bit. I'm like, I'm so appalled. Like at this point, she might as well have just said the N-word and gotten it over with. And I'm just like, I, I probably would have lost my shit if she did, though. It's like okay. she walked out of like an episode of something from like the 60s. Yeah. And so, she was like, whoa, you're a trans man? And then... Good thing you're not a color folk. Right. Like, I, I don't even like repeating that. Like, I just... 
Like, that's not the same oh. thing as a person of color. Those are two different things. Okay, so I have a lot of problems. First of all... All the things. I, I'm completely flabbergasted. What... Can you imagine this clusterfuck I work with 40 hours a week? 40 hours a week. There's one day out of the whole week that I get that is away from her. And this is the shit that comes out of her mouth on a constant basis. The only time she ever talks to me is when it is something offensive. Okay, so I want to know. Also, I'm losing my voice, so I'm sorry if it squeaks. How do you just say those things <laughs> how do you just walk up to somebody <laughs> and say that you think that they're a bottom like that is like don't you know. don't know this person you like y'all aren't friends but you, people do stuff like that to joey all the time okay but, that's not okay, that, but joe justify it but still that's not that different than troy Savon being asked in an interview if he's a top or a bottom right like he was completely just like um, That's none of your fucking no, business. fuck off. <laughs> How do you just walk up to somebody and be like, oh, I just assumed that you were a bot. What she didn't the- even use the proper terminology. She said, I oh, thought you yes. were the catcher. I just don't want to say it. And I legit was like, I'm sorry, catching what? <laughs> are we playing baseball right now? Like, what are you talking about? This is not the correct term. This is not the correct terminology for Second this of all... I honestly didn't know what that referred to until you explained it. Because I was just like... Baseball? Oh, so the catcher... So the pitcher is the top and the catcher is the bottom. Oh and that's God. what straight people say when they're talking about gay men. Oh my God. Because they can only reference sports. I'm too gay for this conversation. To anything. <laughs> yes. I... No! So, for those of you at home who don't know... <laughs> Welcome aboard. This is an education. (laughs) I'm completely flabbergasted. Yeah. How how do you have that conversation with a queer person and expect it to be okay? With no self-awareness whatsoever. Yeah. No self-awareness. at all. And And then then, then to to go further in, in... to to be like, oh, well, I'm cool because I dated a girl in the past. Okay, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Right. Especially after, like, the first and the last statements combined, like, completely canceled out the gay. I'm and sorry. But, like, people do that all the time, though. They'll be like, I've dated girls before. Or like, like, I experimented in college, yes. so I'm... And we're not erasing bisexuality by any means. No. That's not what we're doing. But at the same time... That your experience doesn't excuse you to be offensive. Dating one girl one time is not the same as or just being gay all the time. Or you right. playing spin the bottle while <laughs> both of you are fucking half drunk and making out with a girl. Like, I'm... No. If you are bisexual, you are absolutely bisexual. Date both... Whatever. I... <laughs> I'm so angry right now. <laughs> I have been waiting so long to tell this story. So long. I have only told, like, two other people. I don't think that I'm going to be able to meet this person without... 100% of the time. 100% she will misgender you. Oh, and you bet your ass I'm going to correct her. And I don't ever correct people. No, you don't. But I'm going to correct her. 
I also corrected. I went out with um, a friend of mine. You have friends? A gay bar. Shut up. I haven't seen him in forever, and it was great to get out. But this guy kept calling me she, and he was saying it, like, in a colloquial way, kind of like, oh, sis, like, what do you know, the thing that gay guys do? I don't know. I'm really bad at reenacting that, but... I do that. Um, but they like they call everyone she and sis and girl and you know whatever. Yes. So that's Got what it. he was doing to me. But I was like, hey, don't do that with me. And he was like annoyed that I got pissed off about it. And then I explained it later on. It was like the very end of the night where um, he noticed my bracelet and he was like, oh hey, what's your bracelet say? And I said it says trans pride on it, which I have not taken off since pride. And uh, he was like. Oh. oh. It dawned on him. He was like, I'm so sorry for misgendering you. But then he said it out loud in front of everyone. And I'm like, you can just move on. Like, you don't have to continue talking about it. Right. So, yeah. That sucks. I think that there's a fine line between people being respectful and being like, oh, sorry, I messed up. And then them drawing a attention to the mistake and being like oh I'm sorry that I called you a she when I meant to call you a he or vice versa oh I just thought you were a gay bottom I thought (laughs) (laughs) at least you're not black (laughs) (laughs) no no it's so far gone that Damien's not even laughing he's just sitting here I couldn't use the C word again. It was just too weird. I'm so sorry. Like I feel so bad for even saying it. I just, I just don't even like. I just couldn't go there. I had to just. Yeah. So that's my life. In a okay. Nutshell. Let Let's think about it this that way. I'm passing so much that people are like surprised and genuinely like dumbfounded when I'm like, "You're being offensive right now. I'm trans," and they're like, "Oh, I fucked up." If you think about it, though, maybe this is uh, an opportunity to cure some ignorance. I'm tired of curing ignorance. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's just not that... It's not. I'm not tired of it. I'm tired of people not being... Of of people being ignorant? Yeah. (laughs) That too. But I'm tired of people not being open to no longer being ignorant. So even when I do go in to explain things to them, they're just like, oh, and they laugh it off. And then I'm like, well, what's the point of this? It doesn't do any good. Right. Yes. And, and I totally you get nothing. Yeah. I totally get the whole tired of being uh, a tired of curing ignorance. But at the same time, this is a really desperate cause. <laughs> yeah. You but might I, have to do it in spite of yourself just I'm because. Surrounded. Holy shit. <laughs> what's that thing that Buzz Lightyear says? There is no light. There is no sign of intelligence anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just pull a, a a scar from Lion King. I'm I'm surrounded by idiots. Yes, yes. that is factual. Yes. All right. Um, we went like super long with our um, yikes moments because we haven't made a episode in a hot minute. So let's skip our topic of the week. For this week, and we will. Jesus Christ, you didn't even do one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I just blank out, lose time some more, and just. 
and we'll we'll start back up with that next next time. Sounds good. Um, cause this has been really long. <laughs> you okay over there? That I heard that. I felt it like vibrate in the floor. Yeah, I just hit my elbow. Did on you the... hit your funny bone? Yeah. Was it funny? No. <laughs> Get out. You kid. sounded so dumb. <laughs> Alright, um please hit us up on social media. That'd be great. We love hearing from you. Um I'm still waiting on that DM about the Legos. If you feel like a Lego man <laughs> please reach out. Still waiting for it. We just posted the episode like two days ago. Not by the time this one airs. That's true. Um okay bye. Okay bye. <laughs> <laughs> what about hit us up on social media You're and so like nice. shit? Alright, fine, fuck off. Please can we call this episode catcher? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>